If the word of God created all that we see, how important is it for us to live by the word of God? Thank y'all for coming and, and being a part of our podcast. It was found in my heart. My name is Gary. And I'm Veronica. And um, we really appreciate you coming and, and going through the trenches with us, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're still on the, the, the new life in Christ and we're covering the word and so these are essential things that we have, we are covering as a new believer in Christ or somebody that wants to step into that realm of faith. And um, some of the things that are important are uh, making Christ the center of your life and obedience. And we cover those two in, right. in, in, in earlier uh, episodes. But this episode, we're going to be talking about word. And, and I'm excited about this one because it's... Uh, it will reveal to you why the why it's important for us to stay in the word, to get into the word. And so um, I want to start this off. Do you have anything to say to our, our guest? Yeah, I'm just smiling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just like you said, just thank you for tuning in to to our podcast. And, um, you know, it's our prayer and our our hearts uh, desire that that you would know the word of God, that you would increase in the knowledge of God and, and not just increase in the knowledge, but to, to be an active doer of the word, of that knowledge that you've, you've gained. Um, so, so that's our, our heart's desire. All right. So let us get into the word. In Hebrews 11, 11, 3, it says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word. And that word in that particular thing, the, the, the Greek uh, definition of that is rhema, which means an utterance of God. Mm-hmm. So the, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now that sounds kind of funky, doesn't it? I mean, the explanation is that what we see doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't exist by itself. It's, it's something behind it. Right. Yeah. There's something behind all that we see, and, and it's God. Yeah. So God so loved the world that he not only gave us his son, but he also gave us the word. And so my wife's going to talk to you about 2 Timothy 3.16 through 17, right? Yeah, so I'm just going to read it, read it off. It's a very familiar um, passage, but the word always, it, it's, it's always fresh. So all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete 
thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, generally, when I do my studies, I like to take my time and break down the scripture and just look up some words. So, you know, if you, if we have time today, I want to just go through some of those go, words. Go through some, some words. You yeah, know, go through, some, go. some things that stood out to me. Inspiration. Inspiration. It's a divine influence or action on a person believed to be qualified or excuse me, to qualify him or her to receive and communicate sacred revelation. So all of the disciples, the, the, the apostles, God revealed the words to his words, to the apostles, to prophets, um, and he caused them to write his words. They were divinely inspired by him. So it's not just something that, that they wrote down. God inspired them. He influenced them to write these words. So, so basically, um, the word was so important to God that he not only inspired men to write it, but he also, the word, he, the word became flesh mm-hmm. and dwelt among us. And, and that word is logos, which is he said, you know, mm-hmm. it says to say something. That's yeah. what logos mean. That's that word. So the word became flesh and, and dwelt among us. And so the word came, became flesh so that he may show us why it's important to live the word. Mm-hmm. And and so this is what's going on in Second Timothy. Yeah. Um, profitable. That was another word that stood out to me. Profitable is yielding advantageous returns or um, results. So the word of God, it, it yields advantageous. We, we have an advantage over those who don't know the word. It, it's advantageous uh, returns or results. So again, going back to the word being alive, being living, um, when we've got an advantage of knowing the, the creator of the universe, who he is and how he is and what's his desires and, and all of those kinds of things that he's revealed to us in his word. Right. Now, of course, in this life, it does not um, reveal everything about God because it, it can't. Right. We, right. we will know him once in that day we mm-hmm. will. But right now he's given us enough of his word to know his character and to um, have that that heart and that desire to be like him. You know, the uh, being in the military, uh, we would change duty stations often and mm-hmm. we would go to and, and one particular time I was a, a supervisor in a calibration lab. You go into a particular job and a role and they have laid out your responsibilities. And so you're not going into that job blind. You you have some foundation in which to function effectively in that new role. The word of God is the same. God says, I've created you, man, mm-hmm. You're in my image. So let me explain to you with a book, with this inspired word of how to govern your life, how to function exactly. in this in this world. 
the way I intend for you to function, um, how you need to, how you need to honor me and honor people, how to reach out to me mm-hmm. so that I can show you how to reach out to others. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just, just breaking it down, taking my time and going through right. it. Um, you get to see and understand uh, a little bit more of, of our walk of our life in Christ. Right. You know, um, it's profitable for doctrine, which right. is, you know, um, a, a, like a teaching mm-hmm. or, or set of beliefs. Right. It's profitable for that. It's profitable for reproof, which is, you know, it, Webster says it's, it's criticism for a fault. It's an expression of strong disapproval. Right. So, so the word of God is profitable for that. It's profitable for correction for, you know, you know, how many parents have children that they don't correct? The word of God says, if you don't correct them, you don't love them. So if God does not correct us, he does not love us. Um, It's profitable for instruction and not just instruction, but it says for instruction in righteousness we are the righteousness of God in Christ. He's given that to us. And now he's, he, through his word, by his word, he's telling us how we are to walk in that righteousness. So it's profitable for instruction in righteousness. And for what reason? That we, or that the man of God may be complete. And that, that word complete is 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 perfect um, for every good work. Let me back up. It's complete and thoroughly equipped. We are thoroughly equipped by the word of God for every good work. Amen. Amen. And then um, something that I, I, I found about the good work in Ephesians um, 2.10, it goes on to say that, you know, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Right. So he prepared the good works beforehand. Beforehand. So we can walk in those mm-hmm. good works. And I got some scriptures to go along with that. And it's just amazing. Um, something that I really wanted to to emphasize is that when Jesus is being tempted in Matthew 4, 4, he uses this scripture. He said, it is written that man should not live by bread mm-hmm. alone, but by every word that proceedeth out the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. The word is very important when it proceeds out the mouth of God. Now, in context, where is it written? It's written in Deuteronomy 8, mm-hmm. 2, 3. And Moses is talking, I believe Moses is the speaker of this, and he's telling them about what the Lord did as they go on through the wilderness. There's this physical um, dynamic that we live in in this world. We live according to the flesh, you know, which is basically living the way we want to live. And so Moses is saying, you went through the wilderness 
And God tested you. He wanted to prove you. He wanted to humble you. He wanted to see what was your heart. Was your heart to, to keep his commandment, mm-hmm. the words that proceed up out of his mouth? Or were you about yourself? And they failed, you know, because a lot of whining and complaining went on. And that's really why they were in the wilderness 40 years is because they were complaining. God wanted to test them. And when it says that man cannot live by bread alone, mm-hmm. God is saying, I am your source. Right. You know, there were manna. Manna means what is this? So God created something that nobody ever knew. They never tasted, they never saw it, but he created it because he speaks and it's done. And so God is saying, I want your soul attention. I want your your soul allegiance, your soul Mm -hmm. devotion to realize that I am what my live according to my word. Right. And you'll be okay. okay. You will be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah. um, We were talking earlier, and I can't remember the scripture, but we were talking earlier about um, the the king, uh, is it Ben-Hadad? Ben-Hadad, yes. Ben-Hadad, who was coming up against the king of of Israel. And um, Israel was, God really really delivered him Ben-Hadad in, into their into Israel's hands but Ben-Hadad fleed he got away and so uh, some of his men told him hey let's put on sackcloth and ashes and let's um let's go to the king cuz we hear that they are merciful so let's go to the king and maybe he'll spare your life so he did that he went to the to the king and i think it was king Ahaz and um, and he said, you know, um, they were looking for some words for to to see if they would show he would show mercy to them. He says he told them about Ben and He said, "Oh, my brother, he is my brother." So that let them know, hey, he's going to show some mercy to him. So Ben and comes and he he tells him, you know, and and asks for his life. Hey. I will give you the land that we took, my fathers took away from, you know, from your people if you enter enter this treaty with me. And the king of Israel entered that treaty with them. So then um, fast forward, here comes the prophet, went to the king of Israel. And the prophet says, because you have let Ben-Hadad go, you were supposed to slay everyone. And because you've let him go, now it's going to be your life for his life. And all because he did not take heed to the word of God. Again, going back to you shall live by every word that proceeds forth right. out of the mouth of God because right. it can definitely be life and death. Right. Right. And and it's interesting that you, you said that um, this Peter reference is going to be found in Luke 5, 5. And it says, Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. And this is telling us about the story of them fishing Mm -hmm. all night and not catching anything. So the natural, the natural feeling, the natural vibe is, man, I'm tired. I done, I'm a fisherman. Mm -hmm. I know how to fish. I know where to fish. I know what time to fish. I know what I'm doing. So right there, there's that, that self that comes in. Man cannot live by bread Bread alone. alone. Man cannot live by feeding the flesh alone. 
And so Peter could have just said, you know, I know what I'm doing. I don't know what you, you need to get up out of here, Jesus, because I know my job. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't say that. And this is the example of showing you what God is saying to us. He's saying, because God, Jesus said, throw your nets on the other side. Mm-hmm. And Peter like, man, come on, you know, really? But he says, the words that I speak unto you. No, that's a different scripture. He says, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let the nets down. Mm-hmm. So whatever proceeds out the mouth of God, Peter says, I'm going to do what proceeded out the mouth of God. Exactly. And because he did, they caught some fish. That's right. So it is so important because they needed fish for mm-hmm. that was their livelihood. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find any fish. Right. So because they listened to the voice of God, they received what they needed what they in needed. the natural. Exactly. God gave it to them in the spirit and, and it's told them something in the spirit and they received what they needed in the physical. And this is what the word does. That's right. why we have to stay in the word right. because it is the word of God. It is proceeding out the mouth of God, the intention of God, the, the agenda of God, the plans of God, mm-hmm. the purpose of God. We need to stay in the word right. and, and, and get it deep, 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 deep That's within right. us, right. you know, so that when the flesh rises up, right. we know what we need to do. Exactly. Nevertheless, like Peter says, right. nevertheless, at your word. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know? And so in John 6, 6, 3, 63, it says, it's the spirit that quickeneth; It's the flesh that profits nothing. So you can stay with that flesh mm-hmm. all you want to. And you can think you can be doing some great things. You think you could, you got the job you want. You like the life you want. You got the man or woman you want. You got all these things that you want. Everything seems to be going well. But the scripture is saying the flesh profits nothing, but the spirit, it makes alive. Yeah. And so it says the words that I speak unto you, and this is Jesus talking, mm-hmm. the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they, they are, are life. life. They are life. They are the life. words that we're, we're, we're trying to get you to see that is needed mm-hmm. are life. Right. They're not death. Right. They are life. Right. They're just, they don't stay on the pages. Right. They 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 have to come off the pages. They have to come off the pages. We, we have to we have to put uh, hands and and feet and you know to to these words that that's on the paper. And it's not. I mean, this is not like this is not like a regular book. Right. You know, we could read this and say, "Oh, Dick met Jane, and Jane said to Sally, and Sally said to little Timmy, and Timmy said to Bobby." No, this is not that. It's not something you read and say, oh, yeah, I read a book about Stephen King or I read a book about, you know, these different mm-hmm. things. This book is alive. It's, it's more than letters. It's more than words. It's more than sentences. Mm-hmm. It's more than paragraphs. This word is alive. It's active. What does uh, Hebrew 412 say? Do you have your uh, Bible with you? Uh, of course, I have my phone. All right. Let's see if you can go there. Uh, Hebrew 412 and it says the word of God isn't idle. I just want y'all to realize that because this is a very important point. The word of God is not idle. It is actively working yesterday, today, and forever. It's, it's, it's actively working within each one of us. It's fulfilling a purpose and a plan mm-hmm. of God. 
Right. What does Hebrew uh, 4.12 say? 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So in Isaiah 55.11, it says, So shall my word be that goes from my mouth. It should not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the things which I sent it. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to honor and cling to the word of God, mm-hmm. which proceeds out the mouth of God yeah. because it's active. Yeah. It's active. So we're, we're going to, um, we're going to secure this before it gets too long for y'all people and y'all fall asleep on us, but it's good. We got, this is part one and part two is coming up. And so, uh, we just hope that you will tune in for part two because you will find some things about our God and the word of God that is just crazy, crazy, crazy good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it will benefit you. If you move, if you do not tune in for part two, you're going to miss something special. And I don't Amen. say that a lot, but you're going to miss something special. Amen. 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 So we really appreciate y'all being here. We love you and thank you for tuning in. Until next week, God bless. God bless.